how many selves are there? How many layers? How many layers are there? So there's really only oneself. The rest you could all sum up as not self. The real self, the oneself, is the soul. It's that which we've spoken about that's been created not just by the divine, but of the divine, that is whole and complete and perfect, that is infinite, that is divine, that is peace, that is joy, that's the source of all of that. That when we meditate deeply and we get deeply into the source of the self, that, that joy that we experience, that peace that we experience, that's not due to a chocolate ice cream cone, that's not due to a piece of pizza, that's not due to anything, but that's due only to the source within us. The problem what happens is that we also have a body, okay? And in that body which we have, the body comes not only with arms and legs, but it comes with this mass that we call the brain. And that mass that we call the brain is made up of chemicals, of electrical signals, of energy, of frequencies. And when we listen to that, we fall under the illusion. Because see, the mind can only think about something. The mind is a, a tool that works by looking from outside onto something. So the mind can solve a math problem by looking at a math problem. The mind can look at you and say, wonderful, beautiful, handsome, yogi man. Okay. The mind works by separation. But it does the same thing to us then. When it thinks about the self, it creates that same separation with the self. So it says to me, just as it looks at you and says, fair-skinned, sandy, blonde hair, wearing glasses, you know, slight goatee beard, it does the same thing to me. And it says, female, kind of long hair, medium stature. Well, that's not who I am. But the mind cannot actually understand who I am because who I am can only be understood in connection. Who I am can only be understood in oneness, in union. That's the yoga we were talking about. So the mind has to create a separation in order to look at, understand, describe anything. And so the mind gives me this illusion that I am what the mind sees from being separate. I am this body, 
The mind can look at my bank account and say, I am this many numbers. The mind can look at my report card and say, I am an A or I am a C or I am a failure. My mind can look at my relationships and say, I am your friend or your mother or your sister or your daughter. But what the mind cannot do is look in on itself. It cannot do the oneness. And so all of that which we peel back is not self. It's all the stuff the mind can look at. The mind can say it's like the niti niti meditation. The mind can say, I am not my sorry. Okay. Then the mind can say, I'm not my skin. I'm not my bones. I'm not my organs. And the way that the mind knows that is when I say my mind, well, I'm not the mind. My clothes, my skin, my bones, my organs. Okay, so it's not me. But we peel them back layer by layer, and eventually you run out of things that you're not. And this is when the mind becomes still. Not because stillness is the ultimate goal, but because in that stillness is where the truth comes. The minute that the mind stops doing what the mind does, which is separation, which is looking from the outside in. So the mind has to peel back all that it can look at, all that it can understand, all that it can describe. I'm not my anger, I'm not my depression, I'm not my father who was an alcoholic or my mother who was a drug addict. I'm not the one who got beaten by my older brother. I'm, I'm not those things because that was my body. All those skin cells have changed. Everything has regenerated. I don't even have one cell left that was there. So who am I? I'm also not my emotions because we know those are chemical, electrical patterns in the mind. I'm not my thoughts. If they're my thoughts and they come and go, it's not me. If I were my thought, who would I be in between thoughts? Who would think the next thought? If I ceased to exist in between every thought, well, who would be left to have the next one? So I'm not my thoughts. And then we get to the point of just sitting with who we are. So there's one self, and all the rest of it is all the stuff that we put on. There's a beautiful story that I'll, I'll end with of a, a Buddhist temple from Thailand or Cambodia, can't remember which, and for hundreds of years, the monks of the temple had been worshiping a clay Buddha. And one day, the monks of the temple are cleaning it. And they notice in a crack in the clay, something is shining from the inside. And they slowly start to clear it away. What is it that's shining? And the bigger the crack gets, the more it's shining from inside. And they realize, my God, that th th there's gold inside our Buddha. 
and they slowly clear away the clay to discover inside the clay Buddha, there's actually a golden Buddha. And they found out that what had happened was that when the invaders had come, they were looting everything gold, stealing everything gold, melting down everything gold. And the monks of the temple of the golden Buddha didn't want their Buddha to be stolen and melted. And so they covered it with clay to protect it because they knew the invaders wouldn't be interested in anything clay. And so the good news was that the Buddha survived. The bad news was that the monks didn't. And so there was no one left who knew this is a clay Buddha. And so for, sorry, that it was a golden Buddha. And so for hundreds of years, they'd been worshiping it as a clay Buddha. And the reason that I love that story is it's such a beautiful metaphor for how we live. Who we are at the core, the self, is gold. We cover it with that which is not self, the clay. Whether it's our physical bodies, whether it's our titles, whether it's our careers, whether it's our relationships, whether it's our histories and our identities, we keep backing on the clay. And then when we feel like, oh my God, I'm just clay, I'm nothing, we go out in search of gold. If I just could find some gold to stick on top of me, then I would be something. And you find that a lot of people on the yogic path, for example, are looking in some way to find that gold, to find something that I can now become, learn, do, that will make me gold. Well, no, that's not what yoga does. That's not what meditation does. That's not what spirituality does. It removes the clay. You already are gold. It's not about giving you another identity that in addition to all the other false identities I had, now I'm a yoga teacher. It removes the clay so that you can actually see and live in the truth of who you are. And so how many layers are there? Anywhere between one and infinity. Because as you know, with a solid piece of clay, you could literally peel it off spoonful by spoonful for the rest of your life. Or you could take it off all at once. It's solid enough, the whole thing would come off together. You don't have to do clay layer by layer, but you could. And so that possibility and potential is open to us. We know we're covered with that which is not self. Do we want to do it spoonful by spoonful? Or do we want to try to just break free from it? And that's where grace comes in. It's, it's, really, it's really grace and only grace that enables that, that clay to just dissolve. As though you took the Buddha and stuck it in Ganga and Ganga just dissolved all the clay, exactly. If you're really dirty and you've been working all day, you know, somewhere where you're covered with dirt and mud and dust and grime, well, you'd say, well, how do I clean it? 
Well, if you were doing it with a little, you know, little sponge, you might have to literally go layer by layer and part by part. Or you could just jump in Ganga. And it would all be removed. So keep going. But keep going with the awareness that it doesn't have to seem like an endless, bottomless journey. Because even right here in this moment, you actually have the ability to see the gold. And the beautiful thing is the minute that that happens, the clay automatically dissipates. So it's not about yet another skill, yet another process that I have to do. It's about my awareness and my focus and my connection. So just live always as much as you can by looking inward and re-remembering it's gold, it's gold, it's gold, it's gold. And every time you think it's clay, it's clay. No, it's gold, it's gold, it's gold. And allow that to just, just melt it. 